Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery, and my guest today is Tyler Coos, a 2020 graduate of the University of Manitoba with a Bachelor of Commerce Honors Co-op degree in Finance and Supply Chain Management and Logistics. Tyler was born and raised in rural Manitoba, where his family established its roots three generations ago in the RM of Silver Creek. Operating a successful grain and cattle farming operation until the spring of April of 2018, when his grandparents celebrated their retirement from a lifelong of hard work on the farm. Ty's passion and commitment towards helping others thrive through holistic advice and deepened relationships is brought to life through his current role with RBC as a business account manager, where he has the pleasure of working with local business owners and their employees to support their everyday banking and wellness, capital financing, and cash flow management to help businesses and our economy grow. Ty is dedicated to his career, his personal development, his family, and he loves to time outdoors at, at the farm, fishing and golfing whenever he can find time. Tyler, it's been a while. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Good afternoon, Brian, and thanks so much for inviting me onto the show today. It's, it's my pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, I know you have an interesting story to tell. I just shared a little bit about your background, but before we get started, I always like to get some rapid fire fun questions so our audience can get a sense of, of who you are and, uh, and a little bit of a fun side to you. So what, if you had to pick, what is your favorite most used emoji? Mm, my most used emoji, it, it would have to be the one where you're you're kind of laughing so hard that it looks like you're crying. That would probably be my most recent one. Okay. You like to laugh a lot. There you <laughs> go. That's a good thing. Um, if you could eat just one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? <laughs> That's a tough one, Brian. Honestly, I, I would say anything for my grandma. Uh, we call it Baba's Kitchen whether it be homemade bread or, or pierogies coming from a Ukrainian background. But, you know, I would say my favorite food would just be a classic, like, bacon cheeseburger, just a classic burger and fries. Nice, nice. Although those homemade uh, pierogies sound pretty nice, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, uh, what is your favorite way to spend the day off? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm an outdoors guy, so I, I love fishing, I love golfing, I love being able to go, go back home and spend time with my family on the farm and just doing some yard work or, you know, just getting some fresh air. Also, it, it, you know, I love to just take some time to reflect and relax and take some personal time. So, you know, whether that's just booking a, a quick massage or spending some time, uh, you know, in a hot tub or going to the Thermia or, you know, like a bit of a spa day there. Um, just love taking time for myself and, and taking time to reflect and, you know, just look after myself that way. Yeah. So important to, to do that and to, to make that time for yourself. You know, sometimes we're running around so much in life. It's nice to just take a real break and focus on our own, our own well-being. So thank you for that. Um, how are you as far as, are you a hit the snooze button kind of guy or do you wake up right, right away? You know, I got to be honest with you. I am unfortunately a snooze button, <laughs> maybe even multiple times in the morning. But uh, I don't know if you have any tips for me on that one, Brian. I'm trying to get better at that, but certainly uh, I'm a snooze button these days. <laughs> I don't know if I've even figured that one out. Um, there's those days where 
it's definitely going off a quite quite long period of time. Uh, um, <laughs> thinking about words, and you know, um, it's funny because sometimes this is like people really put a lot of thought into this question, and some, you know, just whatever sounds like a cool word to them, just the way they like to pronounce it. But do you have like a favorite word that you that means something to you or you like to use? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of thought about this and I wouldn't say that I I have a favorite word per se. I might have to call a friend on this one, but you know, just generally speaking, I would say that family is probably my my favorite word, just for a lot of different reasons that I'll, you know, maybe touch on here throughout our conversation today. But I wouldn't say I have a, you know, a specific favorite word. Well, family is a good one. I love I love that one. That's that says a lot about you. That's awesome. Family, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you um, you know, getting into now the conversation. Thank you for for going through some of those rapid fire fun fun ideas. Um, as we talk a little bit more here about you know some of the transitions and journeys you've made throughout you know high school to post secondary and then you know through your your internships and then to um, you know full time employment. Um, could you share a little bit about your overall experiences and transition through school and and those experiences to work and you know maybe something our audience might might learn from you and what you've what you've accomplished? Yeah, absolutely. And you know it's a, it's a great time right now with COVID for us to all take some time to reflect back. But you know I had a chance to really really reflect back on the past you know five seven years. And there's so many great things that have happened, so many different things that you learn throughout your journey as a student and, you know, as a young professional. But I think a lot of it is, is you know, a lot of just day-to-day -day stuff, you know, growing up and adulting. So things like managing your time and priorities, um, you know, that first year of university, everything is brand new to you. You know, you're living on your own and you, you really start to think about the bigger picture and, you know, figure out what's next in your journey. And, and truly understanding, you know, the values that you've been raised on and what's most important to you. Um, you know, I think that is sometimes overlooked in, in, in students when they're in their first year of university, or like I say, even being a young professional, um, is really just trying to figure out what's most important to you, what's, what your next steps are. And I would say that kind of speaking to the overall transition, just adulting and growing up has been something um, that's that's been a great experience, right? But I think it's sometimes overlooked because we get so many great transferable skills and experiences along the way that really do help shape our future. And um, you know, I think that's really important for sure to recognize is is not to overlook some of those smaller things on a day to day basis that all of us go through. But you know, more specifically, in terms of you know that first year of university to where I am today definitely understanding and seeing the value of planning and setting goals. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty motivated person and future focused and I'm committed to my growth, but I also am challenged by maybe not having the patience. So, you know, developing a plan, setting those goals with milestones along the way and really committed, committing to that strategy. And then of course, executing on it, it has been something that I've learned to really, to really help me stay secure and, and stabilize throughout the journey. Um, so that's what I would say, you know, speaking to the overall transition. Um, of course, there's been so many other great things learned along the way, but um, those would be a couple of the things I think that are sometimes overlooked and, you know, really do make a big impact for us. Absolutely. And even the word adulting, as you were saying, it, it's like, 
that's exactly what's happening during those periods of time and transitions, right? It's going from being that kid in high school to, to you know, growing up and learning things. And I, I really like the way you framed that as really interesting. And then, you know, transitioning into the workplace, how, um, how was that for you as, you know, because that's a whole nother experience too, right? Whether it's in your first, you know, internship that you had or now into a full-time role, but is there anything there that, that you would like to share? You know what, I, I will share a couple things quickly is, you know, I did have the pleasure of being part of the co-op program through Asper here at the University of Manitoba and had the pleasure of working with RBC for the all three of my co-op terms. And I had an exceptional experience, um, but transitioning from work to, or I mean, from school to work in the middle of a pandemic was something we, nobody could have planned for or expected what that looked like. But, you know, certainly time management, being able to manage, you know, a lot of, a lot of different priorities that when everything seems like, um, how do I kind of say, you know, like when everything seems like a priority, it's time, it, it's hard to get progress done and hard to make a movement in the right direction sometimes. But I think, you know, understanding that transition from school to work and um, just being able to kind of leverage those skills that you get throughout school, um, mm -hmm. you know, has made a pretty big impact and, and allowed me to be successful early on in this role. Um, but, it, you know, it, it's a big change, I think, for me too. And COVID has definitely played a part of this. But I would say, you know, the biggest thing is just the time. Um, I think think back, I started this full-time role in June of last year, and, you know, of course, the last year has been one like no other, but it's just the time that, that is crazy. It goes by so fast. You know, you're working so hard every day, and the days start to kind of blend together. And it's funny, you know, if I mention this to yourself or even my parents, Brian, they, they just kind of laugh, right? They're, they're like, well, that's that's life, right? Like that's <laughs> that's that's yeah. what everyone can relate to. But I, I think going through that transition is, um, you know, it's been challenging a little bit, but at the same time, you know, so exciting and so motivating to finally kind of close that chapter of being in school and constantly working towards your future. And now, you know, you're you've settled down a little bit. You know what maybe the next couple of years look like, and it's a really exciting time. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, like, as you're talking to, I'm thinking in my head, it's, it's challenging, it's been, it's different, it, you learn, but, like, the journey aspects of that is, to your point, it goes quick, so really enjoy the ride, right? It's, uh, it's something to really reflect on. Yeah, absolutely. So when you think about, sort of, um, back to school, um, and thinking now about all these amazing life lessons and experiences you've had and, you know, all throughout your life. But, you know, is there something that you feel might be or should be touched on or taught in school that isn't? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I, I think there's so many different things in, in today's world where, you know, if we look at an education plan or the traditional way that we all know going going to not high school or university or you know doing an MBA program any type of formal education like that it is maybe a little bit behind in terms of being relatable to today's world you know I think of first thing I think of right away is partially because I am just uh, you know kind of encompassed in the financial world and always thinking from that financial lens but as a young professional um, and 
you know, getting to understand things the last couple of years in my life and just getting a chance to work with clients every day, I would say something that is so critical for young people is, is very cliche, but it's, it's budgeting, you know, it's yeah. financial planning. It's that fundamental financial literacy that we don't talk about in high school. We really don't talk about too much in university or for example, you know, have it as a mandatory course, but those are huge decisions that make really big impact in people's lives not just today, but in terms of the planning aspect in, in reaching those goals that we all have, it's so important to understand fundamentally how to set, a, set ourselves up for success from the beginning. So, you know, if there was one thing that I would love to see, whether that's in high school or even like, you know, a, a year one or year two mandatory course, is that financial planning, planning and that financial literacy aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been an interesting common thread throughout all these podcast discussions and it's that life skill that you know when you go to buy your first house or you're moving off to university and now you got a food plan and you got to budget your money or whatever that you're not prepared <laughs> so, so i think it's a great yeah great, great point thank you um yeah you know those first couple of years i think a lot of people just rely on figuring things out and it's you know, it's not a negative to anyone's parents or, or anyone, anything like that, but it's just, um, I think traditionally it, people just kind of move on to that next chapter of their life and um, they just kind of figure things out. But if we could really get things started and like I say, kind of setting people up for success right from the beginning, you know, I know just from being in the industry, how much of a difference that can make later on in life. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, that's just going to get us closer to achieving the goals, which everyone has. Exactly. Um, so looking at, you know, getting a bit more personal in your journey, and I talked a little bit in the beginning about your, you know, your, your family, your upbringing and all those things, but would you be um, willing to maybe share a little bit with the audience and with some of the listeners about some of the challenges or, or a significant challenge or however you want to take this question and maybe share with us um, something that you, that you faced and how you overcame it? Yeah, for sure. That's a great question. And and honestly, Brian, you know, I would describe this as maybe not being, you know, one or two huge challenges or big hurdles that were specifically something that I had to overcome, but more of, you know, describing it as a series of those day-to-day -day challenges over the course of my journey throughout university and, you know, now into a full-time role with RVC. But it's all those things that everyone goes through, you know, when everything is new, you got to figure it out. So I, I think of my time in university, those first couple of years, really figuring things out, you know, managing the workload of studying and having five different classes or six classes with, you know, group projects on the go. You've got a paper due next week, you're studying, and then all of a sudden exams are the following week. You know, all of those things that are new to you, whether that's in school or in life or in work, you know, there's, there's just automatically some anxiety and some stress that comes along with that. Um, you know, thinking further about, you know, you maybe into your third or your fourth year of university where you become a little bit more focused on that career development piece and really becoming more specialized in a different area or a specific, you know, major or minor or specific industry. You know, finding that first job, being proactive and networking with community leaders and, you know, organizations that you want to work with. And, and really just overall wondering out how everything's going to play out. You know, it's when you go to university, you're committing that for a four-year period a lot of times, and 
you know, the first two years, um, it's just that constant reminder and, and uh, thinking, what are things going to look like in four or five years? But I would say, you know, managing those uncertainties can be pretty challenging and it, and it does wear you down on a day to day sometimes. But especially when you understand the impacts of those decisions, if things don't go, you know, as you've hoped or as you've strategically set a plan up for. So what I would share is, you know, something that I continue to improve on today. But one of the biggest challenges I think for myself the past couple of years is, is really finding a healthy balance. Um, you know, I think that's something that everyone can just continue to improve on. We can always be better no matter who you are. And, and you know, it's certainly been further realized and felt throughout COVID, but it's just so, so important um, to our overall health, our wellness and satisfaction. So I think the biggest challenge for me, honestly, Brian, is, you know, being a person that's really future focused and motivated for, for the goals and the things that I want to want to have in the future. Um, and, and, you know, committing to what's important to me now and in the years to come in terms of my family, my career, personal development, you know, goals, all those things that everybody wants. I think I struggle with, with you know, putting a lot of pressure on myself. Um, okay. I want to be a high performer. I want to excel. I want to exceed the already very high expectations I put in place for myself. And, you know, combining that with <laughs> maybe not having the, the best patience, you know, allowing okay. things to happen and play out and to see the results from really good behaviors. When you're so motivated and committed to the future, sometimes it's difficult. Um, and, you know, like we, we kind of chatted about that is even more so now I feel like that after completing my undergrad and now working full time and, and just understanding how fast time can really move. Um, like I, I know, you know, we talked about this for a little while and it's already the middle of April. And it, it's just like, if I look at the past year, it is it's just incredible how fast time goes. And again, my parents would be laughing at me because it's, that's what life is, I guess, right? But, you know, when you reflect back, I think you start to realize that things do take time. But more than anything, it's critical to enjoy the journey and, and the path that we're all on. And more than anything, you know, even more so, got to be happy, right? You got to be happy doing what you're doing, whatever that may be. And, and it does take some time to really figure out what your passion is and what you want to do day in and day out. And that can always change. You know, I've always heard growing up and a lot, a lot of times from mentors that people change careers, you know, maybe seven times throughout their lifetime. And so it's okay to, you know, pivot and, and try different things. But at the end of the day, I do think it's just so, so important that you're happy doing what you're doing. And if you're not happy, then you know what, let's figure out what makes you happy and what your passion is. And, you know, let's, let's commit to that and, and make it happen. Yeah. Super insightful, Ty. Like, I think, you know, this, the lessons you shared there and the ideas and, um, you know, it's, it's really about, like you said, happiness about figuring out and, you know, also there's a lot of information coming at you, right. With whether it's parents or friends or, and, and everyone has a, you know, they're coming from a good place. It's sometimes a lot to digest. And as you start to kind of think about that, I wonder if you could share, I had a question like, from listening to that, um, you know, as you kind of think about all of those things, um, the, the experiences you just mentioned and sort of um, your own experience there, you know, do you, priorities change as well, right? So how how have yeah, you dealt sure. with that? Like, have you, you know, like you said, people sometimes have seven careers and, you know, I'm probably one of those people who's probably had even more than that. 
Um, but it's like, how do you, how you, how have you dealt with priorities as part of what you just discussed? And, you know, have you changed priorities or shifted a focus away from what you thought you originally might be doing even now? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, like I say, it is something I just continue to improve on um, because things are always going to change. But, you know, I would say transitioning from high school to university, the biggest priority was, you know, committing to an education and, and recognizing that, yes, I'm going to be in school for four years. But after that, you know, I'm going to be in a position where I have an education to fall back on and, you know, trying to commit to that for a four year period to set myself up for success down the road. And also understanding that, you know, education is more and more valued um, in today's world than it was maybe 10 or 20 years ago. And, you know, even more so now we're seeing that the, the commonalities of people having MBAs and PhDs and those higher levels of education. So part of that is, you know, wanting to have a successful career and, and understanding the importance of that education. Let's say my priority at that time was, you know, let, let's get through school. Let's really, you know, dive deep into this, get the most value from it that we can, and, you know, try and try and build a reputation of doing things the right way. And, uh, you know, kind of looking at the bigger picture as well, I would say, you know, come year three and year four in university, priorities definitely shifted where you're more focused on working, um, you know, building those relationships, doing networking, creating opportunities for yourself to be successful once you've kind of figured out where you want to be and, and what you want, uh, you know, your career to kind of look like. And now today, you know, once again, shifted. Um, my priorities now, it's, it's so nice to be done school, but I know that there's going to be a time where, when it's time for me to go back. But, uh, you know, my priorities right now are more about family and, um, you know, you know, kind of the next five years. So really focusing on setting a plan for some more personal development and, you know, achieving some of those other things, you know, like buying a house, you know, getting a nice truck or a boat that we, you know, some of those more things that would be nice to have rather than need to have but right. you know setting just setting those goals and kind of shifting the priorities um i would say that you know family is by far the most important we our family's in a different position now than we were five ten years ago and um you really just start to i think shape your your personality based on the values you've been raised on and uh, my family's been there since day one start to finish and you know, you start to understand and want to give back to them, uh, you know, and just show your appreciation for for everything that they've done raising you, right? So part of that, again, I think is getting old, you know, starting to see the bigger picture and understanding how, how things take time and understanding how the real world kind of works. Whereas my time in university is, you know, you become so focused and dialed in in your studies and your that education degree, you can sometimes you know, be blinded by the reality of, of different situations or the different things that happen in life. So I, I think it kind of takes you back to your roots and it's a really good reminder of why you're doing what you're doing and, and the way that you go about living your day-to-day -day life. Yeah, I, thank you so much. You know, um, you know, getting to know you over the past couple of years as well, I, you know, I think you're a very mindful and thoughtful person and you know you just touched a little bit on the value side you know <clears throat> as we start to look at values and and also sort of the skills and and you know you know you did mention mbas and other things which you know are great too and sort of 
balancing out the lifelong learning kind of mindset. But when you think about the values that are near and dear to you, what, what would you say they were and how have those helped you, you know, pursuing your dreams um, and, and keeping your values and skills, you know, close to your heart? Yeah, you know, and again, I think um, such a privilege to be raised by an awesome family where I grew up in rural Manitoba. Um, you know, you really get a sense for that community and understanding the importance of, you know, good relationships. And more than anything, I can I can picture my parents and my grandparents saying, you know, treat others how you want to be treated. I, I, I know that was something my sister and I, we were always told and, you know, still live by today because, you know, we're all humans. Everybody deserves to be treated respectfully and, you know, of course, on the kind of diversity and inclusion and, um, you know, just everything that's happening in today's world around racism and diversity, you know, that's even more so at the forefront and uh, making sure that I don't have unconscious biases and, uh, you know, I'm treating, truly treating everyone the way that I would want to be treated no matter what the situation is. I think that's something that will always stick with me and um, I genuinely do try and do that. In terms of, you know, some other values that have allowed me to specifically kind of pursue my goals and my plan it is certainly back to work ethic. And, you know, I, again, I think of my family growing up on the farm and working for three generations, seeing my grandparents work so, so hard for so many years. Um, I've always thought that, you know, it's, it's going to be up to me to take control, shape my future and, and that, you know, um, it's kind of up to me to make things happen if, if those are the things I want then it's up to me to take control of that. And part, part of that, Brian, I would say is, you know, spending, you know, eight, nine years playing football and, and being very involved with sports growing up. Um, I, I still think to this day, back to some incredible and unbelievable people and coaches that we had a chance to work with throughout high school. And uh, one, two quotes that have always stuck with me is that hard work beats talent. When talent doesn't work hard. And, you know, that's just that's just money there. Like, a, you know, you, you think about professional athletes or, or you think about anyone that, you know, maybe looks at themselves at a disadvantage. Like I've always believed if, if you're working harder than the person beside you, no matter how smart, talented they are, you will come out on top. And the second one that we, we always talked about was never letting a scoreboard define who you are. So, you know, really allowing your work ethic, your personality and, and not letting a number a size, a color, anything like that, define who you are as a person, right? So I think yeah. the work ethic, the commitment, the dedication uh, of, of really just controlling your future and shaping your path um, is, is allowed me to kind of pursue my dreams and be really focused on, on the things that I want to achieve in order to stay on track. So, you know, I think it's just as valuable to make sure you've got goals set You've got an established and realistic plan, and then it's time to execute it, right? So um, I think those are all really, really important and able to actually pursue the things that you want. But one other thing that I would say, and, and this is something I learned very early on in my career with RBC, was be comfortable being uncomfortable. And, and again, COVID, we can all relate to this, but I think the more and more we can gain diverse experiences and put ourselves in those tough or uncomfortable situations, at the end of the day, we're just gonna come out on top from, from those experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. 
Gosh, such such great advice and super insights. Um, I uh, I really enjoy this conversation. I really think the listeners are going to benefit from so much of the insights you provided. And you know, just like you said, time flies. I can't believe we're almost at the end of the the show here. So as we think about closing out, I do want to understand or not understand. Sorry, that's the wrong word to use. But is to see if you had any maybe final thoughts or insights you want to leave with some of the maybe young students going off this fall or high school to school or school to work and starting that virtual work experience this summer. Is there anything you wanted to share maybe with uh, our listeners before we end today? Yeah, you know, I'll share a couple of things, Brian. And again, I think the biggest thing at the end of the day for anyone in this world is you've got to be happy doing what you're doing. Um, and, and it's going to take some time, you know, sometimes to figure out that passion or what really gets you up in the morning level and, <laughs> you know, I like to hit that snooze button, but I would say to to all the listeners, you know, whether no matter where you are on your journey, whether that's starting university, you're in the middle of university, or you're transitioning to your career, is you know a couple things. But be bold, you know, be curious, ask the tough questions. You know, I ask questions to help me learn. Anyone on my team can confirm that because I'm always asking questions. But be observant, you know, be an active listener. Be really aware of the things around you. You know, we talk about having heightened emotional intelligence, being adaptable, and being able to pivot quickly. COVID, of course, has brought a lot of those things to the forefront again, but those are all transferable skills that we can, you know, obtain and acquire those skills from different experiences. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to take a specific course for, you know, for learning that. But don't underestimate the value that you get from things like volunteering, teamwork, you know, doing networking, um, you know, all those little things that I think are overlooked and we maybe don't take enough value away from those experiences. Um, but another thing that I would encourage everyone is, is to widen our social groups to gain those diverse experiences. And maybe more so on the diversity and inclusion topic is, is you know, putting yourself in those uncomfortable situations again and you know asking some tough questions so that you can learn and you know really create an atmosphere and an environment that's respectful and acceptable to everyone um you know i think that's something that i can do a really uh, like a much better job of is um getting to learn different cultures and and different challenges that other groups are facing because uh, you know again I think a lot of unconscious biases, whether whether we realize it or not, you know, we do have them. And uh, I think it's really important for us to open our eyes and to really engage meaningfully into those diverse experiences and, and truly just learn, you know, be open to different things and, um, you know, just keep our, keep our mind open more so on that topic. Um, yes. And then maybe the last thing I would add there is just if you want something, go and get it. You know, take yeah. control of your, your future, set goals, you know, understand why you want them, make a realistic plan with, with some milestones along the way that you can, you know, stay committed, stay motivated, and that you can celebrate also along the way. But commit to that strategy and execute the plan. I, I think, again, you know, the value of having a plan, being mindful about it, and having something to kind of fall back on and, and stabilize you in those challenging times is, is a really great best practice and something that keeps me anchored into my overall journey and where I want to be in the future. So, um, you know, that's, that's a couple things that I would add there. But like I say, at the end of the day, 
everyone, you, you've got to be happy no matter what you're doing. It's going to take some time, you know, to find your passion or to figure out what truly gets you going. And if that changes, that's okay, right? Um, yeah. So that's that would be a couple things that I would maybe share with everyone, and hopefully, uh, you know, some folks take some value away from that. I, I think again, you know, just those day-to-day challenges when everything is new, you're figuring things out, and you don't know how things are going to turn out. That's okay, but but being comfortable in those types of situations and just sticking to your goals and your roots, and knowing that someday, you know, you're we're going to get there. So that's what I would share, and and that's you know, been, been meaningful to me over the past few years. Just, just amazing, Ty, like you're, 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 I think next you should be starting your own podcast after listening to you today. It was so good to hear <laughs> <laughs> your thoughts and insights and, you know, really from the heart and really some great advice and thoughts for people to think about and, and take away here. So, you know, first of all, I know next time I see you, I, I think last time we saw each other, we were talking earlier before the podcast, I think we did meet over cheeseburgers. Um, maybe next time <laughs> it'll right. be yeah. another cheeseburger, but or something in the near future. I hope we do get to to see each other in person at some point soon. And um, I just want to thank you so much for for being on the show and being a guest. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Brian, for reaching out and you know inviting me onto today's show. By all means, I I don't want to come across as somebody that you know, sounds like he's figured it out or, you know, knows everything. But some of the most impactful experiences the last few years for me has come from mentors and sponsorships and, you know, advocates that have shared their best practices, shared their experiences and things that have worked for them. And, you know, just me being um, the type of person I am, I want to give back and I want to help others. And so, like I say, hopefully there's been some, uh, Good value taken away from some of the things that have worked well for me and i'm always happy to share or connect with anyone if anybody feels to reach you know wants to reach out more than happy to uh you know set aside some time for a quick coffee or just be an open ear for anyone that needs to chat perfect perfect and for our listeners if you if you liked what you heard today please go ahead and share this podcast with your network and please continue to tune in for more episodes coming up on thursdays as we go forward This has been Coffee with Convery. Until next time, please stay well.